Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Big stories. Big guests. The big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. Maybe a lot of you, probably maybe most of you, maybe have used Airbnb at some point. It's become really, really popular. A convenient way of finding a place to stay when you're traveling. Or conversely, a convenient way of making a little bit of money. If you've got some extra room, you got an apartment, you're going to be away, you're going to be out of town... You know, it can be it can be great for for both. That's the concept here. You want to rent out a room. Someone else needs a room. Boom. Win win. Well, an Airbnb wins, too, because they get a kind of the action. But how safe is it? Now, Airbnb says they take safety very, very seriously. But a review by uh, one travel blogger, Asher Ferguson, suggests that there, there are some loopholes that Airbnb needs to address. And if they're not going to then there are some things that people need to be aware of. So I wanted to find out what those issues are. Uh, so joining us uh, to talk more about all of this, uh, very pleased to welcome the program, uh, Asher Ferguson. He's uh, with the Asher and Lyric Travel Blog, which you can find at uh, asherferguson.com, uh, to talk a bit more about what exactly he was, uh, what exactly they found, and what exactly it is uh, that people need to be aware of. Uh, he joins us on the line here this afternoon. Asher, welcome to the program. Thanks for having me. So tell us a bit more about what prompted this, because as I understand, what what was kind of the impetus for this study was your own horror story involving Airbnb. Yeah, so my wife and I took our 10-month-old son to Paris for a family vacation last year. And when we arrived, the first place was completely moldy, such that we couldn't breathe and got instant headaches. When we called customer service, they basically left us on the street and we had to find other accommodation, but we were stupid enough to book another Airbnb because we wanted a kitchen for our baby. When we got to that place, the guy demanded cash and said he's canceled the booking. And then we investigated and found that that same host had been on the platform with four different accounts in the past six weeks. And he just creates a new account every time Airbnb shuts down his old one. Wow. So once you realized that, I guess then, was that kind of a, a red flag for you that, that maybe this was something worth investigating a little further? Yeah, it made me think that these problems must be widespread. And I often write about travel safety. And so it was the natural next step because I just want to help other travelers. All right. So how do you go about a- analyzing uh, something like this? So what we did is we intentionally went to third-party websites where people can leave a review of Airbnb. And the reason is because on Airbnb itself, they've been known to censor reviews. And it wasn't until 2000, 
2017 in August that they even allowed reviews to be posted from anyone who cancelled a stay or left early because of a problem. So we, we collected over a thousand reports from the past year and we categorized each report based on what were the main things that they said went wrong. And we ended up with seven categories and those were the host cancels a stay, scams, unsafe conditions, not as described, fake listings and discrimination. And then, of course, customer service on top of that made everything worse. All right. So what were the, the maybe the most common issues that arose uh, that, that would seem to be uh, maybe most in need of, of being addressed on Airbnb's part? Well, what we found is that in many countries, including Canada, the U.S. and France and other major countries, they have very lax ID requirements, meaning they only need an email and phone number to become a host. And that means anyone can be a host, even a convicted felon or a scam artist. And when they get banned, they can just go back on with a different name. Right, which seems problematic. I think Airbnb's whole premise is that uh, the reviews will sort out the good from the bad, but if somebody's escaping from, from that without building up a track record, how do we really know? Exactly. And the fact that they um, weren't allowing reviews from people who left early until just recently, that's showing that the review system isn't very trustworthy. Right. Now, according to Airbnb on its website, uh, they do background checks, they say, of U.S.-based hosts where we have at least an accurate first and last name plus date of birth. They also say they screen all hosts globally against regulatory terrorist and sanctions watch lists. Uh, Is that insufficient then, in, in your view? Well, like I said, they don't require government ID. So how can they do a background check on someone unless they have the real name and a scammer or felon is not going to give a real name? So it's a pretty useless system if they don't even enforce getting real names. So in in your view, then, is that the biggest issue that if they were to simply bring in a requirement that, sure, come on, be a host, sign up with Airbnb, we just need to see some identification to prove who you are. And so we know who you are. Would would that go a long way? It would go a long way. And then the second level of security, which I think would take it all the way, is verifying addresses so that they would send a postcard that has a PIN number to your address. And you would have to receive that and enter it in on the website. And then you can't have multiple listings with fake addresses. And additionally, they should ask for the documents showing that you are the legal owner of that address and that you're legally allowed to rent it as a short-term rental. Now, further to to Airbnb's position here, and they provided a a statement to to Global News. Uh, They say the stats cited aren't statistically significant, nor are they accurate. The claims are misrepresented and flat-out false. They say there have been more than 260 million guest arrivals in Airbnb listings to date. And they say building a safe and trusted community is our number one priority and the most important thing we do. So what's your reaction to that statement? Well, first off, they have never addressed any of the safety issues I raise so they're just brushing it to the side Mm -hmm. and with my research you know it's important to note that 
it's not necessarily an accurate representation of how many people are having these problems, but which problems people are likely to experience when they're willing to share them on the internet. And I think that's a valuable tool because it gives insight into what's mostly most likely to go wrong. When it comes to fake listings, now, now you say you were able to find multiple examples of fake listings. Yes. So it's, it's really unbelievable how easy it is. Like, I just went to London, chose a random street, and then in all the images that come up on the side showing the different listings, I find the same image of the same property, same description of amenities, but with a different host and a slightly different address. And this is typically connected to a scam where they list the properties at different price points. And when the lower price point renter um, gets to want to stay at the property, they cancel them if a higher price person comes along just before their stay. And that was an extremely common scam connected to those fake listings. Right, which means someone who's traveling could potentially show up in the city they're traveling to thinking they have a place to stay, and and they don't. Yeah, it's really a nightmare because oftentimes when there's busy events and things, it's really difficult to get last-minute accommodation if you have to switch to a hotel. Right. And I mean, you know, people use Airbnb precisely because they don't want hotels. I mean, they they enjoy the service. They enjoy that option of, uh, like you say, having a kitchen, staying in an apartment. So, I mean, are there steps people can take to to try to protect themselves when when they're using Airbnb to, to find a rental? Yes, absolutely. So here are some of my top tips. Never book a place with zero reviews and ideally look for places with a minimum of 50 reviews. Only stay at places with a five-star average and look for the super hosts. That's a label that Airbnb gives to their best hosts. Only stay with hosts who've provided the government ID and avoid hosts who have more than one or two properties. You know, these professional Airbnb landlords that's what we had at our first place with the mold. She had 60 listings in Paris and she didn't really care about us. It was just like a business for her. And then lastly, communicate well with your host before you stay and um, make sure that there's no red flags that come up. And I guess conversely, for hosts that are honest and legitimate and and want to demonstrate that to potential guests, there's opportunities for them to be proactive in in sharing this information and being upfront about these things. Exactly. And, you know, I've had some amazing stays since using Airbnb in 2012. So there are so many great people out there. It's just that they've grown so big so fast that it's now become, in my opinion, a scammer's paradise. Well, people can read more uh, about this study at the Asher and Lyric Travel Blog. Again, that's asherferguson.com, Ferguson with two S's. Uh, Asher, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Really appreciate this. My pleasure. Right, there you go. That's uh, travel blogger Asher Ferguson. So what he found looking into all of this. So, yeah, I, I can understand, you know, some of these points here that maybe, maybe they should require that idea. If people are gaming the system and posting fake listings or deleting their accounts and launching new ones, 
you think that'd be something Airbnb would want to deal with. Uh, it is good advice, I think, right? Look at uh, the track record here. I mean, how many reviews are there? If there are no reviews on a place, maybe that's a red flag. So, yeah, th- those are simple steps you can take just to, to try to cover you because, uh, you know, it's it's a great service. But, you know, some some things to keep in mind here. 974-8255, uh, the number here. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Uh, got some time for your calls here. Don't forget the Friday free-for-all comes up after the 3 o'clock news as well. A couple of other stories to get to in our time remaining here. We're back after this. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.